It is National Cleaning Week, which is actually a real thing. And so for that, I want to do a special episode about organizing your classroom getting ready for fourth term. This might sound kind of crazy, but the last term of the year has always been the most productive one for me. The majority of the content of my classes has been covered. Students are working independently on projects. I'm starting to think about how I want to make changes for next year. I'm specifically looking at what courses I'm going to be teaching. What am I repeating? What am I going to need to be building? And Sometimes it's actually a great time to do some things that you don't think about, which is organizing your classroom. So it seems like there could be some more time in the school day because you are not having to prep as much. And with that, quote, extra time, because let's be honest, it's not really extra. It's a great time to get some of those projects done. So in this episode today, we're going to talk about some tips for getting your classroom organized, specifically during the fourth term before you go out for summer. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. So my first tip is if you are wanting to get your classroom organized during fourth term, this is a great time to do a classroom organization audit. So part of it is, is because you're not giving that new instruction. So there's not the stress on your end. You can actually observe your students and then how things are functioning in your classroom space, teaching space, lab, shop, wherever you are wanting to make some improvements. This is a really good time to be able to actually like step back and actually observe what's going on. So you're going to observe and then also take note of the areas that you might need to have some more systems or organization in particular. So to collect enough data, I'm going to suggest that you do this over a few days so that you can actually look for patterns. If you see something occur on one day, but then it never occurs again, then it may not be something that actually needs a system or routine. You also are going to want to observe what your students are naturally doing because that's going to possibly lead you to how you would want to create a system or organization. So here are some examples of what you can look for during this audit. So as students are working, note what supplies, materials, or tools they ask for. So if they have to come up and ask you for a ruler a ton of times, then they have no idea where you keep your rulers. The next example is, do you notice students having to travel a long distance to get a supply material or tool? So do they have to stop working on what they are doing and kind of like breaking up their thought or whatever so that they can go across a room and get something because more likely than not if they're having to stand up and go and do something they're probably doing something else along the way like maybe they're making a joke with their friends or they're hitting someone or whatever I'm at middle school remember so they can't keep their hands to themselves at the high school they usually do a pretty good job but what are they needing to actually leave their seats or leave their work area in order to go and get Okay, and then another final example would be after class is over, note any supplies, materials, or tools that are left out. And then specifically, where are they being left out? 
Remember, you are looking for patterns here. So if you are seeing the hammers being left out in a certain spot in your shop every single day, every single class period, that's going to be a clue to you that you could maybe move the hammers to a location or come up with another routine so that those hammers can be put away more easily. As you know and see these patterns, these are going to be some things that you can put into micro projects that we're going to talk about in a second so that you can get done with those before the school year ends. My next quick and easy tip is to do projects or these organizational items, these micro projects in small, short bursts. So let's be real, you don't actually have extra time in your school day, but you might have small pockets of 10 minutes here and there where you could actually get some things done. And having those short, small pockets are going to get you some momentum. Organizing your classroom or quite honestly, organizing anything can be difficult to start. Too often we spend a lot of time trying to get motivated when all we just need is a little momentum. If we see that success, then we can just keep doing project after project. So you get this momentum by completing some sort of small task and then you see that quick improvement and you move on to another small task. So as you think about organizing your classroom, think about it in small micro projects instead of one large project. So you you won't be thinking about organizing your entire space. You're going to look at maybe your desk or the student supply area or the student turn in area where you keep your materials. If you have some sort of like junk drawer, a horizontal counter space, or maybe you have a teacher demonstration area. It may also be helpful to think about areas that are natural hotspots for collecting clutter. So this usually is some sort of like horizontal surface like your desk or a counter. Before you tackle any of these areas though, you'll want to decide what your goal is for that space. The goal is key for maintaining the organization. If you go into organizing that space and you have no idea why you're doing it, it's more likely that you're not going to keep it up. So for an example, I want to be able to give access to student supplies like markers, crayons, colored pencils, calipers, etc. each day and have students clean them up easily when done. So by having that clear goal, it actually sets my intention and helps me decide how I'm going to create a routine and a system that would allow me and my students to achieve that goal. All right, the next tip is go through your does this need a home bin? So give yourself permission to toss all the paper copies from earlier in the school year. And I know that's going to be hard for you because you could have a lot or maybe you don't have very much. This includes student work and your own copies. So here is a paper rule of thumb. If you can find it online, you do not need a master copy. This would also be a great time to make a digital copy of things that you feel like you really can't part with, but maybe would be better stored digitally so that you can be able to pull it up whenever you want from wherever you want in a few years, next semester, whatever. So this is a great time to take photos of those if you really feel like you need to keep them. Going back to the does this need a home bin, if you don't have one of these yet, get yourself some sort of box or bin where you can place items that you're not sure if you should edit or get rid of out of your classroom. The idea behind the does this need a home bin is that you periodically go through it to see if you do not need those items. If you're going to keep anything, it needs to have a designated home, a home where you can look for the item or paper whenever you need it 
and find it quickly. Remember, the purpose of being organized is that it allows you to find things quickly and easily. And this can also apply for your students as well if it is an item or a supply that you want them to also find quickly. Keep this bin in a as a single bin. When it gets full, you should go through it, not buy another bin. And you can label it so that you know that this is the bin that's probably going to have a whole bunch of random stuff in it. Keep it so it's easily accessible so that you can put things in or take them out as needed. Now that the school year is almost over, you should be able to decide what should stay and what should go. All right, on to the final tip for this episode. So keep your classroom organized with an end of day routine. My favorite end of school day routine involves a box and clearing all horizontal surfaces in my classroom. For this routine, get a box or a large container. So think of like a milk crate that you might have or a laundry basket. Set a timer for 10 minutes and collect everything that has been left out on your desk, student desks, tables, counters, anything that's horizontal. And this can even be on top of cabinets, but more likely than not, you're going to find things that students and yourself have access to throughout the day because that is where your clutter is going to catch. This process doesn't involve making any decisions or putting things back. You are just collecting for that 10 minutes. Once the timer goes off, sort what you've collected, throw away what you don't need, put items back that do have a home, and then put anything else in your does this need a home bin. To make a routine like this most effective, you'll need to do it often, but it does not need to actually be each day. It could be, but maybe it's only when students are working on projects or Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Set a timer if you're not going to do it every single day because it might be harder to make that habit and remember that, oh, I planned on doing this Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So do something in your phone so that you can remember to actually go through this process. Clutter causes me stress and gives me an excuse to not do other things. So for me, I like to do this routine right after school has ended and I do it every day and it actually takes a lot less time. When I do this process and I don't have the clutter anymore, then I can focus on grading and lesson planning until I get to go home. Okay, it is time to wrap up today's episode. So in summary, the final term is the part of the year where you can be very productive, especially with classroom organization. Observe your students and do an audit to find out what is working and what isn't. To be successful, create momentum by doing small micro projects that you can work on while your students are working. One of these can be going through your does this have a home bin? If you don't have an end of school day routine, borrow mine to at least clear off your horizontal surfaces. Having a more organized classroom will not only help you be more productive, but it will also help your students. If you loved today's episode or quite frankly, any of the episodes, please go on and give me a rating and a review. That is the best way for other teachers to be able to find my podcast, but you can also share it with teacher friends who might find this information useful as well. If we have not connected already, find me on Instagram. That is where I hang out the most at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N. Until next time.